Okay, so we are recording now. Well, uh, let's see. This will probably be episode uh, seven or eight. I don't know. Okay, no, wait, hold on. I just released episode five, which was Haley and uh, Eric. Then episode six was Cody and I. Then episode seven is going to be Corey and Kiki, or Kiki and Corey, whichever one. Uh, so this will be episode eight. Anyways, uh, I'm here with my special guest, Cody. What's going on? All right, so today we're talking about uh, old school commercials, or not maybe old school commercials, but just commercials that we grew up with in our childhood when we watched TVs. Because, you know, they got to have filler in between the actual show. So. Yeah, because today's commercials are god awful. Yeah, most of them are just trash and stuff for like pills and uh, lousy products. At least if they're going to show commercials now, at least play some good classic ones from back in the day. But no, they just want to repeat the same damn commercial after like another one's done. They yeah, repeat. Yeah. Play the same damn one you just watched. I oh, always hate that. You know which commercial I hated? Head on. Apply directly to the forehead. Yes. Head on. Apply directly oh to the forehead. Oh my god. Dude, I hated that commercial. And you Garbage. think it would be over with. And you're like, alright, bet it I can get back the to same my show. Thing. And then it would cut back on again. I was like, why? You just played it. <laughs> it looped the same damn thing so many times. I must uh, think we really want freaking head on to fucking rub on our damn heads all the time. Oh my god. Uh, what's another good commercial? Come on, Cody. Dude, I always like the Apple Jacks. The Apple Jacks, Apple Jacks commercial. commercial. The cereal commercial. Okay. With Cindy Mon. You're like, oh my, I'm Cindy Mon. Oh my god. Yeah, the, I can't remember too many of the commercials, but I remember there's one where I think they're like running through the grocery store trying to get into like the box of cereal that the lady's about to buy or something. But yeah, I, I like that commercial a lot. It always reminds me of like Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote because they're yeah. always like running up against each other doing stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure there is a, tra- a commercial out there. Where they finally like make up and they're like friends and they both go in the bowl together at the same time. Hmm, probably. I mean, I feel like Cinnamon would be the one to to do it though. Cause yeah, because they always made Apple look like he was evil. They made him. Look he was weird a jerk, looking. I think. Cinnamon he was, always... was Cinnamon was so cool. He'd just be chilling. He's like, "What's up, man?" Dude, Google yeah, he, Apple Jacks. he had a he had a Rasta headband, I think, <laughs> and dreads. Yeah, he had yeah dreads. dreads. That was like the end of his uh, little uh, cinnamon, I guess, head. Whatever. His cinnamon stick. He was a cinnamon stick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do you remember those cinnamon or not cinnamon? Do you remember those uh, cereal straws that you could get? You know what I'm talking about? It was like cereal on the outside, kind of cream on it the inside. It was like that white cream on the inside. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, and it's like, oh, drink uh, milk with this new cereal straw. And it didn't really do anything to the, you know, milk. You no, it drink. didn't. It didn't change the milk at all. Most of the time, I would buy them, mm-hmm. or my mom would get them for me because, of course, we, I was young at the time, so I didn't. Yeah. Get, I didn't buy nothing. I had no money. Right. But I remember like eating a bowl of cereal, and then I would have like three or four straws with it. Mom's like, "What's the point of you eating cereal if you're gonna have the straws?" I'm like, "Drink the milk." <laughs> <laughs> oh, another good commercial I can think about is uh, is the, do you remember uh, the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is whenever they were doing Sweet Life on Deck. Anyways, the commercial is for uh, Danimal's uh, Crush Cups. He goes, You crush and slurp. Oh. <laughs> and they're like, Dude, you crushed and slurped. It's like, Yeah, you don't need a spoon. You just crush and slurp. It was like, And my mom was like, What the hell are you doing? You left so much damn yogurt in that cup. <laughs> I was like, Well, the, you know, the, they, they said crush. At least I don't have to dirty a spoon. I can just go. <laughs> Hey, you're good. And we're good. <laughs> Don't have to wash a spoon anymore. I can just throw it away when I'm done with it. Yeah, they were hanging out with the... Uh, it was the thing was a monkey was the mascot for Danimals, right? It was always different. I always thought it was Donkey Kong at first because that's kind of what it looked like. <laughs> I swore it was Donkey Kong because this little monkey looked just like him. Oh, fucking monkey, dude. Yeah, I remember he's wearing... I think the monkey wears clothes, too. He wears like a t-shirt and I think he has pants. like a red shirt or a red... Yeah, yeah. Red shirt red. and a red cap, I believe. It's yeah. been a minute since I've seen any of those commercials. Oh, man. Any other commercials you can think of? I think I remember like the lean cuisine or the kid cuisine with the little penguin because yeah. they always had different types of commercials. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't think I had too many of those because you know, growing up as a fat kid, I was like, bro, I, I want more than that. I want the hungry man meals and stuff like that. <laughs> or, or, or uh, what was the other ones? There was Weight Watchers that had some pretty good uh, TV dinners. Uh, what else? Weight Watchers. Yeah, Weight Watchers. They had some pretty good frozen food. I never got any of that stuff. Uh, you didn't get a lot of frozen food? Like, oh, no, I, like definitely TV got a lot. Dinner I definitely got a lot of frozen food. I'd go to that section at H-E-B mm-hmm. where the 99 cents 
microwavable dinners were. Yeah. I'd grab about like 20 of those and stick them in the cart. And <laughs> that's what lasted me. Uh, what else was there in the freezer aisle? You used to get them all the time. Those little uh, Alfredo things, I thought. Alfredo? Yeah, you used to get some type of spaghetti in the green box. Yeah, that's that's what I was talking about, the microwavable yeah, dinners. Yeah, what were those called? Uh, it started with an M. I don't remember the actual name of like, the like micro- Aunt, Aunt, so I thought it's like Aunt something, Aunt, or Aunt Mary Ann's, Aunt Mary Ann's or something. It, I know it was in a green box and you can find them at like H-E-B or Target or whatever, but they're always like 95, like 50 cents. Uh, folks, please correct us because we do not know what we're talking about, but it was a, it was a green box and it was like an old white lady. Like on, <laughs> on the front, on the front in the left corner. They had her tag across it. I don't remember. I don't buy them a whole lot now anymore. Cause yeah, I remember you used to. Because I'd come over to your house and you're like, like "What's for dinner? Here you go. Here's a three minute meal. Yeah. Enjoy." <laughs> well, I mean, I was just gracious that you gave me any food at all. <laughs> Most of the time now, it's always Chef Boyardee. Those had a lot of good commercials. I don't remember, but I know oh, yeah. a lot of commercials for Chef Boyardee were always good. I just remember the one with the, the can that it gets. Uh, it goes from the grocery store and it, like it spins its or rolls its yeah, way all the, the way. Yeah, the little boy wants uh, the ravioli. She's like, the mom's like, no, put it back. He sets it on the shelf. Chef Boyardee's like, oh, and, and the it can flops just, over. Can just rolls out of the store halfway across do, the city do, to do, go do, to his do, house. Do, 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 do. You were saying you were saying something about uh, hmm. What was it? The SpaghettiOs also? Oh, yeah. SpaghettiOs. SpaghettiOs with meatballs. (laughs) Yeah, because they had SpaghettiOs, and I guess they tried to make it appealing to people because, you know. Yeah, because you had SpaghettiOs, I think, from like Campbell's, and then you also uh had like SpaghettiOs from Chef Boyardee. I think so. But I mean, I thought Chef Boyardee really just did the raviolis and stuff. Yeah, they mainly did. I remember there was one time. Where I had Chef Boyardee's, and I definitely remember in school they were supposed to have a microwave set up, but they didn't have the damn thing set up. Oh, so no. So I had the can, and I was like, well, shit, I guess I'm eating this shit cold. I just popped it open, had a fork, <laughs> I was just sitting there eating it. And I remember my friend was just looking at me like, man, that's gotta suck. He's like, go put it out in the sun. I was like, yeah, wait about 30 minutes for this thing to heat up, then lunch is over. Like, no. Just go sit here and eat it cold. It'll be all right. I mean, it's already pre-made or whatever oh at no. least it was lukewarm because it's been in my lunchbox all day well actually i didn't have a lunchbox in high school I, I came to school for my lunch and it would just be a fucking heb grocery bag or a kroger grocery you bag. didn't have a designated lunch bag no i, I was think- too lazy to clean the damn thing out when i got home so i just threw everything in the bag put it all in the bag when it was trashed threw it away i guess i was fortunate enough i didn't get like a new lunch bag every year i had one that i had which was like a red one that i wrote my name on it was pretty nice i guess kind of spacious you could like you could fit a soda can in there. Or a six-pack. Oh, or a six-pack. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So, on my Instagram and my Twitter, I'm going to retweet uh, and, you know, put on my Instagram the photo of the lunchbox of the inside because uh, one time I put, it like, a six-pack of beer in it and said I was ready for school. That was the funniest thing ever. I remember me and Eric were dying when we saw that. Oh, my God. Anyways. So, I had that style of lunchbox, which I'll send a picture uh, to the Instagram for my channel and to the Twitter. Maybe even my Snapchat. I don't know. All right. And then the other type of lunchbox that I had was like a little tin one, which had not the Avengers, but like four superheroes on it. So, it had... Fantastic Four? No, 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 no. It had Hawkeye, Captain America the iron man and i think hulk or no no i think it had thor it didn't have the hulk on there i only it only had four superheroes i i don't know it was it only had four it was like an old school like tin lunchbox with like the clips on the front yeah the clip on the front and it was metal damn thing was like indestructible you could hit up against the wall and it barely was like a cheap metal so you know you could dent it but i I didn't really have too many dents and it couldn't hold a lot of food That ain't good for you. You need a bigger lunchbox. I know. I know. You're going to need a bigger lunchbox. Do you remember when Kyle used to always bring like two sandwiches? To sandwiches? Sandwiches. I sandwiches. Say, <laughs> I say sandwiches now because of a friend of mine. I forget if it was Chris or Eric, but he said, uh, I think it was Chris. He said sandwich. So I just started saying sandwich just to always remember the way he said it. <laughs> it makes but me yeah, think. sandwich. It makes me think of one of the YouTubers that I watch mm. online. Uh, shout out to Dahi Danogla if anybody knows what he is. But there's like a meme video. And it's them playing zombies, and they're in the pregame lobby. And he's just like, man, he's like, can I enjoy my chocolate sandwich in one piece? And they're like, yeah, if you would have done it thirty minutes ago, not when we're trying to play. But he says it just like that, chocolate sandwich. 
chocolate sandwich. Kyle used to always bring two sandwiches with him. And I never understood why, but I guess, you know, he was a hungry boy too. The boy always ate. I would have to bring him applesauce for lunch. The boy would steal my applesauce and my lunch and he would steal the little Debbie brownies from me. I wouldn't even get to eat my applesauce or my brownies because Kyle would be like, hey, can I have it? I'm like, no. And then sure enough, he'd already take it and start eating it. All right, Cody. Steal is a strong word. So is that what you actually mean? He would just steal your... uh... He would take it, eat it. And I said, hey. And he goes, thanks. Mm. Mm. so then one day sounds like Kyle so then one day I ended up bringing him a whole box of Little Debbie's and then the biggest tub of applesauce the applesauce cinnamon that I could find that's hilarious and gave it to him and I'd be damned if he didn't eat it eat eat every bit of it during lunch one day (laughs) I think we were going to classes and he was sitting there in class and you'd hear a rapper and I'd turn around he's sitting there just eating the brownie I'm like Kyle you're supposed to say that for the whole week he goes Hungry still. I always thought I was hungry in high school, but man, this he always ate everything. Yeah, Kyle could eat some food back in the day. I remember sometimes if I didn't bring a lunch or something, I'd ask him for his spare sandwich, and he was a nice enough guy to give it to me. Uh, or actually, what I do remember is if I didn't get a hot lunch, I'd ask for someone's plate and then go back up and get seconds. <laughs> I don't know if that's worse or like how me and Ruben used to sit by like the trash can. Oh, yeah? Because Ruben would eat his lunch, and I would eat mine, and Ruben would sit by the trash can, and I looked at him, I was like, bro, why do we sit here every day? Like, it never dawned on me why we sat here, and Ruben's like, what's this? One of these kids comes walking up, this tray, like, the sides aren't even, like, have been touched, like, so the macaroni, the peas, mashed potatoes, whatever, the kid, like, just ate the meat, the main course of, on it. Mm-hmm, yeah. And the kid was getting ready to like dump it. And was like, hey, if you're not going to eat that, I'll finish it. And he would just like have a tray, a stack of trays at the end of this table. We'd be cleaning house like people's trays of food that they didn't eat. That's freaking awesome. So we would always be full by the time we got to our next period. So whenever I got to, I believe, sophomore year, I realized I couldn't eat as much anymore on specific days because we would uh, have conditioning on those days. So days where we would like run and stuff instead of doing uh, lifting weights because lifting weights, you know, I could do that all day. But when it came down to running and stuff, I'd get queasy pretty easy because we would have, I believe, like two periods. So about 90 minutes between lunch and and then having to go out and do some exercise, and I'd just blow chunks if I had too full of a stomach. I always hated lifting weights. I never mind the running part, because I always did cross That's because you're skinny, Cody. I'm fat. (laughs) (laughs) Leading me, damn it. I ain't skinny. Oh, my God. Okay, keep going. Uh, But no, I was used to always doing cross country and soccer and basketball, so running for me was simple. I always hated lifting weights, because never did a damn thing for me. Well, I mean, you know, you just, you gotta get swole. I'd rather use yeah. my own body weight. Uh, you know, it's whatever. Anyways, I mean, I never was that strong. You know, I was just, I mean, I think the most I ever did on bench was like 205. And I know there's people out there like, bro, 205, that's baby weight. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know. It's a good I, thing I don't remember what I used to work because they'd, they'd hate on me worse than they would you. <laughs> I mean, I'm I was like SpongeBob, just give me the actual bar and I was good. Oh, and I could not do a uh, squat to save my life. Like, I did a really weird squat. I remember they were like, dude, you're going to throw your back out doing that. I'm like, well, you know, it works for me. Squats were always a pain in the butt for me because of me having long legs. Mm-hmm. So it was always hard to, like, get down where they were like, you got to go down all the way. I'm like, what? what? They're like, we want to see a sweat, uh, sweat puddle underneath your butt cheeks. Like, that's how low we want it's you like to get. It's like, it's easier for people that are shorter for me when they got small-ass little legs. All they got to do is barely bend the knee, and they hit the damn bottom of the, the weightlifting setup. Yeah, yeah, and they're I like, remember. all right, it's good. Come back up. Me, it's like, I have to go down a good, like, four foot, and then come back up. <laughs> so, Cody, speaking of stuff from my childhood, uh, list, like, let's say two or three of your favorite uh, TV shows growing up. All the way with SpongeBob. And, and these can be cartoons or, like, you know, uh, other stuff, you know, like Animal Planet and whatever else bullshit. Obviously, for my childhood, it was always Spongebob, even though my mom hated yeah. it. <laughs> hated that I watched Spongebob. Well, why, I, why'd she hate it? She just thought it was dumb. Just like every parent when their kids are watching Spongebob. Well, yeah, I mean, I think any adult watching kids programming thing, like, what, what is wrong with this? This is horrible. This is garbage. I don't know. It's hard to pick between, like, just picking two off the top of my head. Cause I, I said two or three. Two, two or three. three. Okay, yeah, then SpongeBob for sure. Mm-hmm. Then Jimmy Neutron obviously was another one that I really I loved you, watching. You loved watching Jimmy Neutron. If like Jimmy, Jimmy Neutron, Neutron and SpongeBob were on at the same time, I was flipping back and forth, like, on commercial breaks. If SpongeBob oh, had geez. a commercial, I went to Jimmy Neutron. 
Yeah, yeah. And then if Jimmy Neutron got the commercial, I went back to SpongeBob. <laughs> I was flipping back and forth. Oh, jeez. Uh, do you get a third one or what? Depending on what season it was, I always like to watch Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Depending on what season they were doing, because some of what them... season or do you mean like what uh, series? Because you know they did uh, Dino Thunder, Ninja Storm, and all those different. Oh other... well, yeah, that's that's what I mean by oh, okay. by seasons because it's all one big series, right? But it has different seasons that each kind of season, I guess. Like Mighty Morphin, even though they says it's like seasons one through six, that still counts as like the whole first season of the whole series i guess in my opinion okay i think one of my favorite tv shows that definitely impacted me a lot was uh the spider-man animated series i think that was amazing spider-man i remember i I remember one episode in general oh yeah you might correct me if i'm wrong but it's like when he actually starts turning into a spider oh yeah that was kind of scary that was one of the scarier episodes that i'd seen it that was one of the ones that i always remember most of that show yeah, I can clearly remember that episode. I learned a lot about Spider-Man through that show. And I think, you know, because I had always seen the movies, but then I didn't really know any of his lore. So that's where I learned a lot of stuff was from that TV show. Yeah. And it was kind of cool to just see Mary Jane, his interactions with Aunt May, his, uh, his work life, and then, you know, all that other stuff. And then the villain of the week stuff, you know, mm-hmm. Scorpion, Vulture, uh, Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Hobgoblin, and just his rogues gallery, you know. Just all the different villains he had. Morpheus, Venom, Carnage. So many different people. <laughs> the Rhino, Electro. Yeah. That also had a really good theme to yeah. it at the beginning. I don't Spider-Man. Remember, I don't remember like, all of it, but I knew it had a really good theme. Yeah. I, I think Slash plays the guitar for that, I think. If I'm not mistaken. I might be mistaken. Yeah, because it had a little bit of a hard rock vibe it to did. the song. So. It wasn't just the normal Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went kind of hard. It wasn't the campy, I think, 1970s Spider-Man, which was, it was a cartoon, but it was a little more of like the old theme song. Because that was the original theme song, was the one from the 70s. Yeah. Which I liked. I, it was, I think it was Spider-Man, and then Spider-Man and his friends, or Spider-Man and his super friends, which uh, included Iceman, and then, I think her name was Sunfire, or Starfire, not Starfire, it was, I think... So, yeah, I think it was Sunfire. That's a great combination to have a person that's all his superpowers is ice, and the other one is is this, this yeah, fire, the sun. Or no, maybe it was something morning. No, not morning sun. Morning star. It wasn't morning star. No, that sounds like a cool name too. Honestly, morning. I'm pretty sure that actually is a I, character. You think it's a character? I feel like that is a Marvel character, or maybe DC. I don't know. Alrighty, so his hero friends were Iceman you know, um, from the X-Men, and then Firestar, who, I don't know if she was associated with the X-Men or what, but anyways, she had, you know, you know, flame powers, you know, just like power of the sun, I guess, whatever. That's pretty cool. Kind of weird that they were polar opposites, but I don't think any and of them you dated. got a random spider in the mix. <laughs> you got the spider in the mix, yeah. Don't, don't burn me or freeze me. What was your second one, for sure, in terms of your childhood shows growing up? So what's my second show that I really liked from my childhood? Uh, let's see. I really liked the code name Kids Next Door. That was really good too. Candy. I Cartoon really Network that. back then was good compared to oh, now. Yeah. Now it's just it's weird. Some these people are on drugs. I mean, or they're, they're trying. They're trying. You know, they can't all be. You know, winners. was it Johnny Bravo or Dexter's Laboratory? No, Grim Adventures. Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, which that one was even goofy at sometimes. Yeah. So the thing I like the most about KND was probably the different style of episodes. So you could have one centered around one of the members of the team or a group episode. And, you know, they would go defeat the villain of the week, yada, yada. But I liked the interactions and how different each of the characters were. You know, you had number four who was Australian, number three who was like Asian, number five who was black, and you had number one and two and you know two was kind of the chubby guy but you know he was really smart and like made up a bunch of their two by four technology i always thought it was the blonde one that was smart no the one that had the blonde hair like over his face i always thought he was the one that created stuff no number four he was just like a a good fighter like he was just like the maybe the weapons expert or something or no i don't even think he was that i'm just like he was the enforcer guy like he was just the hothead of the group hmm ready to fight anybody number five was very cool and level-headed and you know she definitely kept everyone i think together but number one was the best leader oh yeah for sure what you got on your third one now i'm actually surprised for like most of your list it's been like towards cartoon network 
It has. Uh, most of my list has been Cartoon Network because I really used to like Cartoon Network a lot more. Like, if there was something on Disney Channel, I'd watch it. I mean, there was only, like, a handful of shows I liked. You know, Kim Possible, Sweet Life, That's So Raven, and stuff. That but, was more towards Nickelodeon. But I feel like the cartoons really stuck with me a little bit more than that uh, live-action stuff. I don't know why. Same. To me, I was more towards Nickelodeon than I was Disney. Or Disney Channel. Okay, so I think I got my third one. So... I think my third favorite show would probably have to be George Lopez, his show. You know, you might be thinking about me a little weird, but I really used to like that show. Because Why? Because it would show up at three in the morning. You'd just wake up. You start hearing. No, 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 no. It would come on like at nine o'clock sometimes, but. I like that show a lot because he was Hispanic and he spoke Spanish and was just funny. Like, so as a Hispanic uh, kid, I used to like hearing people speak Spanish a little. Like, I mean, obviously I wasn't into Dora. I could give a shit about Dora the Explorer. (laughs) But I liked hearing George Lopez and him and his jokes, the way he treated his mom because she was abusive as fuck to him as a kid. Uh, And his friendship with his buddy Ernie, who works at the factory with him, you know, and how he ended up with like a freaking trophy wife, even though he doesn't make that much money. But yeah. He had a pretty nice house, regardless. And they lived in LA. And yeah, the one liners on that show, like, definitely, like, kill me. Yeah, there's so many different things about that show that I really liked. Uh, let's see. I was more into Family Matters more than I was for George Lopez. I mean, I, I like really I like Family, Family Matters, Matters a lot, too. I mean, like, most of the Nick at Night programming was pretty good like malcolm in the middle oh that, yeah that was a good show malcolm in the middle full house i wasn't the biggest fan of no i wasn't either that was i don't know maybe before my time and too family oriented i don't know it was, just didn't seem as good as the other shows it always for me for me yeah family matters uh fresh prince of bear was another one that i loved to watch i didn't watch that one too often i don't know why i didn't like it that much but i just i don't know i think like at the same time i would switch from <laughs> nickelodeon like nick at night to like boomerang and on boomerang like around nine o'clock is when they had duck dodgers in the 24th and a half century yeah and i really used to like duck dodgers oh boomerang Um, was thank god for whoever created boomerang to save all the old ones that were on cartoon network and dragged them to their own yes that's how i saw that's how i saw cow and chicken and i really like cow and chicken and cat dog weasel cat dog cat dog that's nickelodeon was it yeah that's nickelodeon that's not boomerang they wouldn't have had that boomerang. I just remember Cat Dog though. That just popped in my head now for Cat Dog. I remember watching that one a lot too. I just remember the weird combination of like the little poodle girl with uh, the big bulldog guy. <laughs> he was like the bully or whatever. And there was like a weird rabbit too, right? He was like a green rabbit. Yeah. That was always pissed off. I swear, dude, there was a good difference between some of the animated shows to Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. And then you just got these random weird looking ones that were just... Very strange. They were very strange, but you remember them because of how strange <laughs> they were. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, Cody, what do you think some of your... Okay, let's do another three. Let's do uh, three favorite, more mature shows from whenever you were a kid. So, like, we kind of went there with, you know, George Lopez because it had some risque jokes. I mean, you know, that's why they called it Nick at Night because it was like, you know, time for the cartoons to go to bed and you know now it's time for some the more uh, adult, uh, adult program adult program yeah adult programming like i said nickelodeon the only ones i could really think of that i really enjoyed were family matters and george lopez and fresh prince i know for a while well because of this because of my mom she grew mm-hmm. up watching charmed okay so i had the pleasure of watching that show a lot with her almost every morning she would have it on tv because it came from tnt i think back when that was still a thing i don't know if tnt is still no a, i think tnt is still around i don't know if it's still a tv program anymore or not i think they i show don't basketball i don't have cable anymore for it yeah but charmed was always on every morning so i'd always watch like the first episode or an episode before Wait, I how early in the morning was this because you know you had school and school started at eight so we would leave my mom would always make sure we were up at like six six thirty Okay. And get dressed, and then she would get us there by 7.15, 7.20. I was always one of the early birds there in the morning for school. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think most of the time I was, like, one of the middle kids. So, like, you show up maybe, like, 15 minutes early to school. So then you have enough time to socialize before class, 
or do whatever. I'd always but, be like, mad. There was always I, a pretty good amount of group of kids. I would definitely always get mad because being the first one, there like not one person was there, and I'd have to sit there until about seven thirty, and then everybody started rolling. And everybody in. rolls up, yeah. Like here are my friends. What would be your second show that you think that you liked a lot? It's hard to really say, to be honest. The only other show that I can remember watching a lot as a kid was The Munsters. You like The Munsters? Mm-hmm. Now, remind me, is that black and white? Or yeah. Not? Oh, okay, yeah, so that's a little older. It was a little bit older. But I remember watching that one a whole lot of times with my mom, especially around Halloween season like this. And mm-hmm. Just in general, it was just a really good show to watch and had a really good storyline to it. And Herman Monster would always give, like, good advice in the show that was very uplifting which people can still find all over facebook and instagram and youtube all over the place just his catchphrases yeah never seen the show so i have no idea if it was actually good or not but i, I imagine it. it was good i loved it grandpa was always the funny part because he was a vampire and he'd always just pop up out of nowhere and they're like grandpa what are you doing he's just like nothing you can see he'd have a bunch <laughs> of stuff in his hand and he's going off somewhere to do something so how old is that show? Like, I mean, when you watched it, you know, I mean, well, I'm asking what year did that show take place? I, I couldn't even tell you off the top of my head. Like the 50s, 60s, something? I'd maybe say the 60s and 70s. Okay, maybe. I guess that makes... Did they ever transition to color? Uh-uh. It all stayed black and white. Oh, jeez. You, okay. can, you can buy DVD versions of it. In color? In color, but it's not the same. Because I think yeah. they kept the black and white style for that time frame and because it was like a... Not really a scary show, but it was about monsters, so a lot of old horror movies back in the day were all in black and white so yeah 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 it made it a little bit better Alrighty, so what about your third show or do you not have one i can't think of one off the top of my head you may have to go with your with your first two yeah we can rotate back to you okay uh so one of my first shows that i really liked growing up as a kid was probably be pawn stars i really liked all the different history facts that the crew would throw out at you about the different items that people would bring in if they brought in like a world war ii medal or I don't know, something from like the 50s, like this old uh, Coca-Cola bottle cap opener, something that was kind of old and be worth some money. Like, oh, back in the day, this cost like 50 cents. But today, the Coke bottle opener is worth like 50 bucks, you know. Yeah. I really just liked looking at old cars, too, because every now and then there'd be somebody trying to sell a car or something cool like an old school pinball machine and just different random things, which was always interesting. And there was always like a little subplot in between like the b plot like chum lee trying to do something on his own so chum lee has to get this record signed by the artist who created it it might have even been aerosmith or something regardless he gives the record to the guy and he's like so what do i write and he goes uh to chum lee or no he asked uh no the artist asks him, so what's your name? Oh, Chum Lee. And he goes, okay. And so he just scribbles on there his name. And then I think he writes, to Chum Lee. And then he comes back to the store. It's like, oh, hey, boss, I got it signed. He goes, Chum, what's this? Uh, it's it's his signature. He goes, and what's this underneath it? To Chum Lee. He goes, who's going to want to buy this record that says to Chum Lee? <laughs> I remember. I definitely remember an episode where they bought like a samurai sword and they yeah. wanted to make sure that it was good and they had it fixed. Toby's like, "Can I hold it?" They're like, "No, Chumba, you can't have." It. He's like, "But I want to go." No, Chumba, you can't have it. And then he eventually like got it. And they like damn near went after him to get the sword back so he wouldn't break it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, just just funny stuff like that. I really like Pawn Stars. I get to learn facts, and I think there was like little trivia bits in between the commercials. It was like, oh, and Elvis Presley, what year did he debut? And it gave you like three options, and I'd always, you know, try to guess which one it was. Second TV show. Ooh, okay. So another TV show that I could think of was, I think, on Animal Planet or maybe National Geographic, and it was called Hunter Hunted. In the show, it would describe, like, maybe, like, a hippo going on a wild attack and killing, like, two people, and it'd get really graphic, and it'd have, like, a little animation of how it went down. Almost like Fatal Attractions or... Yeah. I mean... What was the other one they had on Animal Planet? It was kind of like the most extreme, sort of. Damn, now you're saying, talking about Animal Planet, there were so many shows on there mm-hmm. that I watched growing up. Yeah, so like I said, Hunter Hunted, it was a little more, I guess, adult-themed because it was talking about death. I mean, people actually died from these animals. Like, one of them, I remember, was like a baboon or chimpanzee that, like, chomped on a child's, like, head or something like that and then killed the kid. Or, like, an anaconda eating someone or a gator you know, or not gator, um, a crocodile, like an African crocodile eating someone. And, you know, they ended up 
having to kill the crocodile and they found the guy in there. Yeah, a lot of those shows on Animal Planet got pretty dark as they progressed. I Not mean, something for kids to watch, but... I mean, it scared me. Like, it made me scared of fucking animals. I'm like, huh, animals are cool, but they're also dangerous. Now I know. Now I know, and I'm going to stay away from them. I'm going to respect the animals in the zoo, the ones that could eat and kill me without even trying. I think that was one of my favorite ones. And it, the one with the chimpanzee really scared me, honestly. I was just like a scared of like baboon that could rip off your face and just chomp on your head like it was nothing. When are you ever going to see a chimpanzee or a I'm baboon? never going to see that, but you never know. One could escape from the zoo and make it its way all the way over here. You mean to tell me it's going to mosey its happy ass, big happy red ass all the way over here to come in your room and go, <laughs> grab your face off. Hey man, weirder things have happened. What about those people that live in Colorado and they got fucking black bears running around, you know, going through their garbage and I'm walking out in my underwear and in my chanclas fucking <laughs> trying to throw away the trash and you got Smokey the Bear sitting there eating. Half I'd be a like, pizza. you know what, bud? Here you go. And I just throw it up and run back in the house. <laughs> no, run and get my 45. But in reality, you can't fucking kill bears, I don't think, because they're, you know, endangered or whatever. Yeah, you're supposed to call a game warden about it. Like, yeah. And then the game warden, he gets to kill him. <laughs> oh, he shoots him with a trank. <laughs> with the trank. Whatever. Yeah, he rolls up 45 just in the head. Just bounces off the bear. Oh, I really wish I could do a bear impression like a bear roar i've done it before and cody's laughed at me for doing it where's, but... the, to- where's the toilet paper roll where's the damn like paper towel roll thing at where's that <laughs> oh at? my god no i'm not gonna... where's that at Get all that right paper all right towel hold, on, roll. hold on hold on <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna... hold on <laughs> mufasa <laughs> it almost sounds like a lion too is it supposed to be a lion or is it fucking... <laughs> God, this episode's gonna be fucking great. <laughs> Mufasa. Mufasa. <laughs> it works. It, it works. works. Anyways, that was the little paper towel thing where all you have to do is... Is is growl into it and then it, it sounds like a lion. I guess. I did did to, that sound good? Yeah, it sounded good. Oh, let me. Let me you never. It. You didn't. You didn't have your headset on when you did it. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that, sounds that sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty good. <sighs> I'd be scared if I fucking woke up in the middle of the night and heard that outside. Numero trace. Hmm. I kind of got a tie between my third one. Oh, what do you got? Because one I grew up with in my childhood, <laughs> and the other one I kind of got into my senior year of high school, really. Okay, well, go ahead. Keep going. The first one, the one that I will, I'll say first was uh, Lost Tapes from Animal ooh, Planet. Ooh, Lost Tapes. Yes, that stuff used to... Ooh. That shit used to scare the hell out of me. There were some of them that were terrifying. On that show, being a kid. I'm sorry, but the Jersey Devil one, I think, is the one that got me. I remember that Oh, yeah, that one got me pretty good. The vampire one got me pretty good as well. Yeah, the vampire one. Oh, the Chupacabra one. That was the first one. That that, was the very first one from the first season. And that got me, too. Because I was like, yeah, you're Hispanic. You know everything about it. (laughs) No, I don't. What are you talking about? I've never been to the border. I mean, I imagine you've heard the stories of it. I mean, yeah, it, I think it's kind of Your mom cool. never, like, threatened you with that as a kid? Like, no, you're doing back, she's she, like, the chupacabra gonna come get you. No, she never threatened me with a chupacabra. Fucking, I don't think she believed that bullshit. <laughs> Anyways, come on, go ahead with Lost Tapes. I really just enjoyed that show. I remember coming back, like, every day, or when it aired on Tuesday nights, and I'd get to school. It was Tuesdays? I remember for the first season, I think it was Tuesdays is when okay. it would come out. Yeah. And I mean, I would come I w- to, I'd come to school in middle school and always tell Kyle and other people, like, about it. Kyle's like, mm-hmm. I was lost tapes, and I'd tell him, he's like, cool, I'm gonna watch it when I get home. I was never good about keeping track of when shows came out. Like, does that make sense? Like, you never paid attention to exactly what date it came yes, out. Yes, I ended up just watching reruns all the damn time. For me, I would do the reruns, but if it was a show that I was really, really into, mm-hmm. I kept up with it of when it would drop. 
Well, I remember like every now and then, you know, on CN or Cartoon Network, I'm trying to be cool. Uh, on CN, they would say like, oh, Wednesdays, brand new Chowder. Or Thursdays, you know, that's whenever you need to tune in to watch Chowder and all that other bullshit. Fucking Chowder. <laughs> chowder. All right, come on. Let's go back to Lost Tapes. We're scary. We're adults. We're adults. We're scared of monsters. Chowder is a monster. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bunny rabbit bear thing. <laughs> scary? Yeah. I definitely enjoyed Lost Tapes growing up. All the monster aspects, and it wasn't about, like, you knew it was fake. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, you didn't really know it was fake until you got older. So it was definitely pretty scary watching some of these people be in those costumes or come at you. And they definitely had some gore factors in some of those episodes where you could see it. So it was definitely pretty frightening for me as a kid. All right, so what was your other one? My other one I got into high school year because I bought the DVDs for them, and it was the Three Stooges. The Three Stooges. <laughs> I fucking loved watching this. Suckers. I mean, yeah, I watched the Three Stooges. I think my old man showed me the first Three Stooges something, and I really loved how funny it was. The first one of the episodes I remember clearly is they're trying, <laughs> they're trying to clean up this dude's desk, and he's in charge of like a filmography thing. So he's talking to like his actress and his produ- and some other characters, and they're trying yeah. to clean his desk, and they keep causing a racket. And they're like, "Man, we're trying to find somebody to be our." Our ape man and y'all three are acting just like it. So they make Curly the ape and they dress him up in an ape costume. Mm-hmm. And then a real ape shows on, on oh set. Oh my God. I think I quote, remember this. Quote, unquote, quote, a real ape. <laughs> Even though you could tell it was the guy in the same costume. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That the actor who played Curly was in. But it was just the noise of that gorilla when he showed up is what would kill me and my sister. Because he'd walk up and they'd be like, where's the gorilla? And he would turn on and just be like. <laughs> and then everybody would freak out and start running away from it. <laughs> I remember the end of the the episode, Curly eats like some love candy because they find some like voodoo guys like hut and he tries oh to give God. it to the gorilla. He's like, look at this, some love candy. And he eats it and he's like, <gasps> and then he looks at the girl. He's like, darling, I love you. He's like, give me a sugar. And then the monkey's like, uh-oh, fucking breaks the door and runs outside. Curly starts chasing it. Oh my God. <laughs> I uh, love the Three Stooges. I wish I would have gotten into that so much more when I was younger because they always had it on repeat on AMC early, early in the morning, like between mm-hmm. three and five o'clock is when they would have it. <laughs> uh, if I had to do my third show uh, growing up and yeah, that I really liked. Ooh, you're talking about your shows and my shows. You really can't think of a third show? No, I mean, I just, I don't know which one I want to pick. <laughs> so. I was going to say that Truth or Scare show, but that's like for kids. That uh, shit was still pretty scary. It was pretty scary, but I don't know. That's, that's still, it's kid-oriented, and I'm talking about adult stuff. Okay, okay. So, I think for my third show, I'd probably have to pick How It's Made. I think I really liked How It's Made. Like My if, grandpa watches How It's Made I all used, the time. I still. used to love watching How It's Made. Like, oh, How It's Made Today, uh, a yo-yo. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, let's learn how a yo-yo is made. And then, you know, they talk about the metal bit in the middle where it... Hold uh, all the string together. Where it holds the string, the type of string, how they put that together. And then the plastic bits that go together are just anything, like a tire. The How It's Made show reminded me so much of the other show that was on Food Network. Because oh, yeah. my sister and my mom loved watching the Food Network channel, the okay. Unwrapped, where we talk about how candies or chocolate, just sweets in general, like how they were made. Oh, and that how how it's I mean how it's made did that too. I think they did like how hard candy is made first. Well, yeah, how it's sugar. how it's made would how it's made would also dive into food, but Unwrapped was strictly all food. about the food. My favorite thing from How It's Made was honestly the theme song for How It's Made. Do you remember it? I don't remember it off the top of my head. Oh, jeez. It was really good. Like, if anyone remembers it, it was just, like, really cool. It was like... On this episode of How It's Made, we learn about guitars, ski boats, or... Oh, not ski boats. be an episode in itself. Ski boats. Pogo sticks. Pogo sticks. The fire hydrant. And then garden hoses, and then and then they go into detail about like how how they make the plastic and all that other shit. And I like watching how it's made. It was interesting. It could be get it could get boring real quick. Oh, but yeah. I mean, if you actually were interested in what they were making in the episode, then I guess it was worth it. 
Now, now that we've done childhood shows, middle adult shows as we grew up more into high school, yeah. what are some of your favorite shows now, like bigger adult-themed ones that we enjoy now? Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite shows definitely has to be House. I've like watched the show like two, no, probably three or four times now. I would catch it on TV. I've never seen it fully all the way, but I would catch it on TV and would watch certain episodes if there was nothing else on. And I was in the mood for something like that because my Mm -hmm. grandpa and my aunt would always watch between NCIS, all the different versions of NCIS or Law Mm -hmm. and Order. And then they would also watch House. And I remember one of the episodes I watched where like some kid somehow like went blind or something because he was eating sand. Oh, yeah. I I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I think it has something to do with like the cat feces or something. Yeah. Because like they... I think the cat shit or something had something, there was something wrong with the cat. And then, so the kid accidentally ate some sand because I think he had autism or something, you know, something was wrong with him to begin with. He ate some of the sand and then the sand is what, yeah, made him blind in one eye or something. It was kind of cool. And then what was interesting about that episode is that house kind of bonds with the autism kid because house is a bit different himself. Like a lot of people don't understand him because of his pain and his intelligence and a bunch of other stuff. But. He gives me like that Sherlock vibe where how Sherlock Holmes could like figure shit out in his head like pretty quick. Like that's how House kind of reminded me. He could figure that out in the medical field yeah, pretty uh, well fast. I think, it, yeah, because they do make a reference to um, Sherlock. Or, yeah, there's like a Sherlock theme going on with House for sure because he has his, uh, his best friend, his name is Wilson, which is supposed to be kind of like, oh, Watson, you know, Watson, Wilson. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Sherlock and House are the same guy, pretty much. Except for House is, I think, a little bit more of a jerk. But yeah, good show overall. I really do like House a lot. I think it's because my dad's a doctor, so he would come home and tell me doctor stories about stuff in the ER. And so I'd want to hear more about that and then also kind of see it. I mean, I know House is over-dramatized and stuff like that. And a lot of those doctor shows, I feel like they over... They put more drama into it instead of really focusing on... The medicine. The medicine part of it or what's actually going on with some of these people. Yeah. Ooh, I like Dr. G. Do you remember that? I don't remember that one. The medical examiner? Dr. G? I think it was on Discovery or... It sounds familiar. Yeah, Dr. G, the medical examiner. And she would just talk about how these people died. Like, that was her job, was, you know, because she's a medical examiner. So she was like, this person was drinking, which mixed with this medicine, ended up doing this to their body, and then, bam, they died. Or, like, they injected heroin, but it was laced with some type of poison, and then, bam, they died. And it was just kind of cool. And she'd get, like, a background on them, and they'd have a dramatization of what happened and all that good stuff. First you get this, stab it in your big vein. It doesn't matter which one at all. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right so go ahead well, what's uh one of your more even more adult i guess oriented shows i mean obviously for starters just to throw it out there and i'm not going to go too much into detail about it because we'll be here all day but i'm not going to do that obviously the walking dead oh yeah i've yeah. been a huge fan of it since the beginning i have loved every bit of it gore storyline the dramatic effect on the characters moving forward just all in all I've really much enjoyed it for what it is now another show off the top of my head that i know i definitely love watching that's more adult that's more for adults but i know a lot of probably younger people watch it as well and just because it's october just to talk about it is ghost adventures yeah i love watching that especially their newer stuff that they have have out now and a lot of the things that they do the travel channel yeah travel channel had a lot of good shows on there they had man versus food didn't they yeah (laughs) i used to like that show just watching him. Then the guy got on. too fat, and then they got somebody else. No, and then that, that guy... wasn't the problem. Yeah, it was. He wasn't. He was too fat. It was. It was really bad for his health because he'd starve himself for like. Because he got too fat. No, he didn't get too fat. It was just bad for him, and that's why he didn't do it no more. Because he got too fat. It wasn't because he was too fat. He was fat to begin with. He didn't get too fat because of it. What he did was he would starve himself like a day or two before so he could try to fit all that food in his stomach and then that was really bad for him, like that binge eating X amount of calories or whatever. He was fat, yes, and being fat is bad, but that wasn't the reason why he had to quit. I'm pretty sure that was one of the reasons. Oh my god. He got fat, but then I saw something where he came back. Somebody Google this, okay? (laughs) Well, I also saw that he's back now for it. For no, Man but he's like food. the host. He's not he's, the guy eating. He does, but he doesn't. It depends on the challenge. He will eat it. But he's a lot skinnier now. Like, he lost a lot of weight. 
Like what? How much? 50 pounds? 100 pounds? I'd say at least 100 pounds. Well, he mean, looks completely different than what he used to. I bet you he used to be like two, maybe, he, no way he was pushing 300. He was like 285, so maybe he lost like 50, 60 pounds. I mean, he looks good. He looks a lot better than what he used to. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Losing weight is good, yes. Yeah, like the biggest loser. My mom used to love watching that show. See, I never watched that show, and I'm not sure how they kept the weight off. Like, I mean, because all they did was like intense exercise and starving themselves for, what, like uh, nine weeks or something like that? Whatever, however long it took to do the show? Essentially. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if those people actually, you know, kept the pounds off. Because, you know, obviously people can relapse and they can just go right back to where they started. Yeah, I know some of them would. I think it's a lot harder to get fat if you get your fat, you get skinny, you have the surgeries to like lop off all that extra skin. And then I think it's a lot harder for you to get fat because, you know, your skin, I don't know how stretchy it still is after it's already been stretched and then cut and then it's trying to stretch again. You know what I mean? It's just nasty. It's weird to think about. It's weird to think about how stretchy skin actually is. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Like, look at like Leatherface. Freaking... Made a whole suit. Yeah. Making a whole suit out of people's skins and shit. Uh, so for my second choice, it has to be Westworld. I've only seen the first two seasons of Westworld, but I really did enjoy the show. Like, I thought it was really cool that, you know, we were able to make AI and robots that are really realistic. And then the robots are like starting to wake up and become their own people. So that's a pretty interesting concept to me. I have not seen the third season, which I heard wasn't as good as the first two. So I'm kind of wary to watch that because I recently watched an anime where the second season completely destroyed like the first season. So I'm only going to remember the first season and not that second season. They just rush through so much of the source material. Oh, in a very short amount of time, they do a montage to go through years of um, stuff that happened and... Yeah, that, I always that. I always hate that with TV shows. Like you can get a good couple seasons. I'll admit that for The Walking Dead, like you can get a good chunk of really really good seasons, and then you can get three that are just like what? Like <laughs> why? Why yeah. did you have to do that? I don't I mean, know. I mean, I guess every TV show goes goes through that at some point. But thinking back on it now, as a kid, for my third one, yeah. And it's weird to say that this is the third show that I enjoyed watching as a kid, even though I really didn't enjoy it. It really just freaked the hell out of me because of the guy's narrator voice in the show. It. Yeah, yeah. Was Forensic Files. My mom oh, was always watching yes. Forensic Files. I liked Forensic Files. I always got scared. Like that made me like want to lock my lock my like like the make... guy's voice is what would scare me. The narrator, the guy talking about the stuff that was going on. He's is got a good would, voice. Was what would freak me out for sure as a kid. And then as I grew older, like now I'm like, dude, I want to watch this. I'm like, man, some of these people are fucked up. You ever watch the one about uh, the BCS killing? I think it happened yeah. right over there by Blinn. Yeah, yeah. It's weird to like watch some of those, and then you're in your they're in your town. You're like, I know, right? Like, like, like the small local restaurant called Wings and More. I was like, oh yes, I eat there. <laughs> I eat there. I eat there. somebody died there. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Oh, no. I'm still going to eat there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, let, let me get the wig and tender combo. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. This is like wig and okay. tender combo. Yeah. Oh, wig and tender combo uh, with a uh, root beer. Uh, uh, see, you see the guy's like plaque. No ice. You see the guy or like woman's plaque like, like on the other side of the restaurant. Like that's where they found their body or whatever. Like, oh, still hungry though. <laughs> I'm I'm still hungry. <laughs> I'm probably gonna cut that part out, but whatever. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if you get the chance, uh, look up Forensic Files and then look up, uh, you know, BCS. Man, it's pretty cool. It's a you know little twenty minute episode. I forget how long they are. Most of the Forensic File episodes are always thirty minutes or so. Well, they thirty minutes with the commercials, but they're like twenty something because there's no commercials on Netflix. Hate commercials. Yeah, commercials are lame. I mean, there's good commercials and there's bad commercials, and then. Unless it's a good commercial. Yeah. So you did your number three? That was uh, Forensic Files? Yeah. Okay. For my third show, it definitely has to be It's Always Sunny. I freaking love that show so much. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, most of the fans just call it It's Always Sunny because it's just, you know. I don't I have to say the whole damn freaking whole thing of the damn show, the whole name to it. Yeah. Because that's it, a pretty long title for a show. It's always sunny. No, wait. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a long word, too. It's yeah. like three little, uh, what do they call it? Phrases? Sen- ah, fuck. Syllables. Syllables, yeah. 
I'm a fucking dummy. Over here trying to play strange, like, damn words. It's Always Sunny is a great show. I don't know who introduced it to me, but I just remember catching it on FX and then thinking that show was great. And then I was able to watch the whole series on Hulu, I believe. And I, I've really enjoyed the show. Just They're supposed to come out with a new season. I know you got me into the show. Yeah. And I need to go back at some point and see it all from start to finish. Cody and I used to hang out like a lot after high school because he lived, I don't know what, like three, four miles away from me? Just about, yeah. Yeah, he'd like live just down the road from me. So he would come over and we'd hang out for a lot of time and I'd show him my favorite episodes of It's Always Sunny. We never watched them in order, but I just showed him all the good ones. Like the Rum Ham, the Friday the 13th episode. Yeah, the uh, the Ponderosa Wedding Massacre. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie uh, Home Alone. Yeah, Charlie Home Alone. Uh, Charlie Work, or I think it's Charlie, yeah, Charlie Work, I think that's the one. And then what is it, like, Frank's, uh, relapse or whatever, by, like, the end of the episode, he's, like, covered in lotion or lube, and he's, like, laying oh, on the floor. The gang gets quarantined. Yeah. That's a really good one. He's like, hey, that's what transmits the disease. I th- I forget who he's talking about, it's like, you still see, the- they don't got any hair, they don't get sick, and he brings... He has I a, remember beer the was their cure because they didn't drink any beer. Because they had alcohol withdrawals. <laughs> was, We're alcoholics. <laughs> We're alcoholics. Like We have to drink. They have to drink. They drink so much alcohol, they literally cannot live without it now. Um, uh, I remember Frank, he busts out the like barber knife. He's like... <laughs> and he starts shaving his head. Yeah. Yeah. I swear he gets a hold of, like, he shaves himself completely, and they're like, whoa. He's like, no hair. You gotta get rid of your hair. They're like, Frank, get away from me. <laughs> He's trying to cut everybody's hair. Um, <laughs> Spending time with a doll that'll never talk back to you. Or will it? Oh, God, kill it. Kill it. Frank and his guns. Oh, my God. That's su- such a good combination. Frank, and he just, he just pulls out his pistol. I got my piece. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out a gun. Oh, put that away. You don't need that. All right. Anyways, I'm gonna start blasting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what was that? What was the name of that episode? It was uh, Gun Fever Two. Still hot. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite episodes. Anybody mm. can just walk upstairs and be like, "Hey, man, give me your gun." <laughs> then all those people pull out guns on D and Ah, shit. Why am I drawing a Dennis Den- on Dennis? And they're like, "Oh, okay. Wait Ooh. a minute here." <laughs> Oh, everybody has a gun. Stops the bad guys. Who would have thought that if everybody had a gun, they'd stand down? Because <laughs> you got 40 guns. wanted going to back away. <laughs> they ought to just issue everybody guns. <laughs> this, Not everybody. If, well, I mean, all the good people. If all the good people got guns, <laughs> none of the bad people would act up. because This just, would turn into the purge all over again if everybody got guns. Well, I'm just saying, if if I'm grocery shopping and then the bad guy walks in, he's like, hey, put the money in the bag. And like 20 guns are pointed at him. He's like, you know what? You could keep the money. I'm going to walk out and let's just act like this never happened. You can go rob someplace else. You can go rob someone in California where they wouldn't have guns. <laughs> Not a single one of them. <laughs> Go rob someone over there. I'm gonna laugh. If you get an email from somebody from California, like, bitch, I got a gun. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. It, well, I don't know what California gun laws are like. I don't know how hard it is to get a firearm over there. But, mm. anyways, let's uh, let's get off of that. So that would that'd be my last show. It's just it's always sunny. It's a great show. Check it out. Uh, I'd recommend starting from the beginning. I think you can start from there. But know that when season two starts, that's when the show really picks up, and then it just it gets better every season. I believe. Danny DeVito is what brings that show around for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, just because with his money, uh, in terms of his character, it brings a lot to the gang. So they can just do wild and wacky things. So, Rob, talking about TV shows, Mm -hmm. on MTV, I remember there was always those certain shows, like, you weren't supposed to watch. Okay. And you yeah. didn't need to watch. Yeah. <laughs> like Mansers and some of them other shows. I, I remember it was Spike. Was that MTV or was that Spike? I think it was Spike. This one I'm thinking of, I think was on MTV, but I don't remember for sure. What was it? It was called Silent Library. Silent Library. 
No, I never saw Silent Library. I didn't watch a lot of MTV as a kid. Like, I think other kids knew about it, but I just stuck to the kid channels and then, you know, some of the more informative ones. The like reason Discovery. I bring this up, the reason I bring this up is that I would love to do something like that game cuz literally it would be like six people and it would be four rounds in the first round everybody would get cards there'd be six cards and one of the cards was like a death card so they would pull a lever and it would say on a board of something they had to do and your objective was was to stay silent and if you were able to stay quiet and do the challenge you would get cash but if you failed you wouldn't get any cash for that round okay but I remember a lot of the different things they had to do on that show were some of the goofiest things I have ever seen. Like what? They had somebody dress up like a hot dog and they had him stand in front of like a white paper thing and everybody had like a different air compression type gun. So one had ketchup, one had mustard, one had the relish, one had just stuff Mayonnaise for a hot dog. or something, yeah. And they would take turns and just shoot like their best friend with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And some of the other, like, nasty ones was they had to eat a pizza that was, like, all made out of Play-Doh. There would be one safe card, and it would be, like, five of the members had to do something. And some of those got pretty bad. I don't know. Something about that show, I would love to do something like that show at some point in time. But you weren't allowed to watch that? I was, but I wasn't. But it was more or less one of those things because of people doing stupid things. My mom was not one for shows where people were going to be stupid. Okay, yeah. I guess that makes sense. So I didn't watch them doing it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go do that now. Fucking roll up a Play-Doh pizza and be like, ew, this tastes nasty. Okay, yeah, I guess because my old man more had like religious views so i couldn't watch like stuff with magic or you know weird stuff like that anyways but i guess you couldn't watch stuff because it was stupid oh, yeah, i mean mom, i could watch stupid shit. my mom had a thing where if it was stupid she didn't want me to be stupid just like that. i i guess that makes sense you're gonna imitate what you watch yeah that makes sense um i would definitely do that as a kid i'd be jumping off of trampolines like trying to hop over fences crawl up a tree jump out of the tree I think a show that I probably shouldn't have been watching, but I enjoyed, was A Thousand Ways to Die. That was a goofy show. Uh, I think I really wasn't supposed to watch it because, you know, they they sometimes have, like, a, a I guess sort of a sex scene, you know, just, like, just a girl moaning and stuff. And I was like, oh, I, I don't know what this is, but I kind of like it. Who <laughs> 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 they get hot in here all of a sudden? <laughs> Something's yeah. coming up. I mean, obviously, you know, I probably wasn't old enough to, you know, get... You Understand know. it. Yeah, to understand what was going on, but I knew I liked it. <laughs> I remember one of the stupidest deaths I've, I saw in that show was when the dude tried to take a piss and his piss stream like hit the electrical fence yeah, and somehow yeah. freaking lightning shot up and just like electrocuted. I'm like, I don't know necessarily if that would work. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would kill you, but I'm not going to be dumb enough to go try it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, just... It was it reminds me a lot of Final Destination, just weird and wacky ways that people died. And like the narrator is Ron Perlman for that yeah. show, and then he's like, "There's a th- uh, every day we live, there's a thousand ways to die." And then uh, that would always get me. I was like, "Oh shit!" I always loved loved the intro to that because it's like every day we live versus injuries, toxins, and natural disasters. But then in the show, it had nothing to do with those three things. It would be something <laughs> random about these people dying. Yeah, well, I remember one of them was like some vegan dude, whatever, was eating uh, wheat grass or wheat germ or some bullshit, and they were like having these green smoothies, and like the fucking landscaper was spraying that shit with weed killer. <laughs> just drinking the smoothies like oh it feels so good and so he just kept drinking the damn smoothies to feel better <laughs> which is what was killing him i mean i feel sorry for the poor guy that died but i thought that was pretty funny because you know they, they always, always said in that show that these were based on real deaths but i'm like yeah who was stupid enough to do some of this stuff the only thing I liked about the show, I guess, was whoever they killed, they kind of tried to paint him across as an asshole, so you didn't feel so bad about how <laughs> yeah. they died. Oh, Bill here with a family of four to feed, and, you know, a disabled younger brother, some bullshit. You know, you don't want to feel sorry for the guy who died. You want to be like, yeah, serves you right, asshole. Especially like the the grandpa or whatever that was addicted to porn, he had just boxes of VHS tapes, <laughs> and the wife was like, don't you put your porn up there, and he's like, get out of here, woman, I don't care, and the boxes <laughs> is what kills him, because they fall and, like, yeah. break his neck. Oh, I always like how the doctors come in, like, oh, yeah, he's suffocated due to yada yada, you know, they always got into the medical jargon. I think one of the other dumb ones I'd seen from that show is where the guy tries to give himself liposuction yeah, with, with the vacuum cleaner. Yeah, he it's like sucks his soft, his small intestine, large intestine in the damn just, vacuum. Yeah, they just start getting all of his guts. It's like, oh no! And then he's like, I'm dead. Yeah, 
I don't know. That show was definitely something I probably should not have been watching as a kid. I can't even find that show on Amazon. Pisses me off. I'd love to get it on DVD or at least get seasons of it, but I can't find it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All righty, Cody. So this has been a pretty good episode. Uh, Anything you got to say to the audience real quick before I finished all my um, outro stuff? Hope everybody's been having a good week. Hope you've been enjoying the podcast. Yeah, so far. Catch it on Fridays Mm -hmm. when Rob airs it. I actually air it on midnight on Thursdays. So I guess if you want to stay up and (laughs) wait to listen to it, you could. But, you know, obviously you can wait till Friday morning or Friday afternoon, whatever, the weekend. I'm me. I'm me sawing logs. Sleeping like a baby. (laughs) Sleeping like a baby. Okay. Uh, Well, folks, uh, you know, again, if you have any topic ideas, feel free to send that in to the Robcast uh, BCS at gmail.com or you can send me a DM on Twitter or Instagram with the same uh, name, the Robcast BCS. I'd appreciate any feedback. You know, just let me know if you enjoy the show. Uh, maybe if I need to change anything, like how annoying my voice is, or change up my guests. <laughs> yeah, because I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all are getting annoyed with me. <laughs> No, we love Cody here on the show. It's great. Uh, I don't have anything really scheduled. So maybe if you want to be on the show, you could email me and I could try to arrange something where we could be uh, recording together. If you live in the area, you get somebody from like Washington, D.C. It's like, hey, man, let's record. Huh? I mean, I'd have to kind of invest in a way to where I could record like a, a Zoom call or a phone call or something. But it's possible. Anyways, uh, anyone who's listening, appreciate you being a fan of the show and tuning in weekly to hear me talk about bullshit with my friends. Because that's all we know how to do is bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, we're master bullshitters. Anyways, I hope you guys have a good rest of your your weekend. I guess we'll see you next week on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, y'all.